everyone. I'm super excited to host Max Medina. We had in the past a uh, live stream about charter cities from the governance point of view, and I thought it would be great to host an architect how they're designing charter cities, startup cities in Honduras. And Max Medina is leading the project. He's currently director at uh, Prospera Honduras. So thanks a lot, Max, for your time to do this. Pleasure to be here. I see. So, so Max, quick question. Out of all things, uh, you can do it in architecture. How come you landed at Prospera Honduras? It's kind of very interesting, you know, it's this kind of a long story, but I will uh, try to make a short version of that. Um, when I was a student, I visualized my, 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 my goals and vision in a very different way that my classmate was doing it. And when I was a student, I became the president of the Association of Students of Architecture in Honduras and in my university. And one of the events that we do when I was president, I invite uh, different architects, uh, very, very famous architects. And one of them was Patrick Schumacher from Sahadit Architects. So it was funny that in, in my country, uh, uh, we, we host a very big event with uh, all the architects in, in all Honduras and all the students, a guy that is called Eric Bremen. And basically, Eric is one of the is the CEO of Prospera. When he arrives, basically, it was amazing that we connect in the same instant. Uh, a day later, he uh, put me in context of the project that he was ambitioning at the time, and we connect. We connect like no one. So from that point, I think it was four or five years ago. I'm working with them. Amazing. And what is the uh, difference in like designing like traditional cities versus uh, things you are designing at Prosperous? What was the main uh, difference you you came across? Difference. I think that it's kind of. Uh, I will say that the designing in Prosperous is, is interesting because Lava is architecture studio. That is based in the countries and with Prospera, everything that we have been and we, we we're going to show that in the lecture that i have prepared it's taught in a very specific way of uh, of a design process has to be very good quality but has to be cost effective and that means that all the spaces that we design we need to be very transformative in the in the initiative that we uh, that we put and we put a lot of effort in terms of design to have very very good quality of designs in terms of the function and visuals but also needs to be needs to work in the market that that at the end we 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 are our job is to be profitable so if we don't we are not profitable we it's, it's not make sense doing real estate got it I think this might be a really good time to do a deep dive into your presentation. Yes, definitely, definitely. So I will share my screen so you guys can see what I have prepared for startup cities. So just confirming mm -hmm. for me if you can see my screen. Yep, works. Amazing. So, well, like, like um, 
Mayor introduced me very quick. Um, I'm Max Medina. I, I am the director of architecture projects in Honduran Prospera. And also I am junior partner in Lava, is, that is the architecture study that I mentioned before. So to start, I, I, I would like to start with this endemic problem in the world, which is bad governance. And that's basically for corruption. And I think that poor governance institution coupled with an ineffective and unstable legal framework and regular, regulatory environment makes cities fail in the pursuit of prosperity. So what we do with this, how we can solve that, that uh, intangible problem is that we have the opportunity to design the future. And that's, this is a concept that when the start, startup cities be, uh, come alive. So what is a city? So it's kind of funny because there is a, a lot of different definition of this term, but I think that the, the main one or the, the basic one is this one. And a startup city is a place that is considered friendly to entrepreneurs, technology, and cryptocurrency. And of course, it can be very, very different with different aspects, but I will focus in, in the main, at least in the beginning, in the main, in the main startup city concept. So how you can design a startup city? That is a very uh, interesting, intrinsic um, question, but it's kind of uh, interesting because is it go deep into different uh, philosophies. And I will use these three philosophies. You remember resilience, which is the approaching of coupling of the, ad the adaptation, mitigation, and risk, and the cities facing the climate change, and how adaptable can be a city into different environment situation. I would say that love, because we are a species designed to love, and this is a solution to all problems in the world, and prosper which is a social economic platform that partners with governments to promote and operate economic like the three pillars that is going to be consisting my the lecture that I bring in today. So we're going to start with urban resilience. What I mean with urban resilience is a very like open um, topic, but I will focus in, in these six specific topics, energy, waste and re recycling, transportation, living, food and water, and life cycles. So it basically, is, this is like the basic, basic, basic thing from my perspective that cities need to do to, ha to have urban resilience in this kind of situation of a startup cities. So the first one, energy. So energy is very interesting because we have the nature to provide us different options of energy. So we need to be very smart of how we can use the technology available in the, in the world right now to promote this kind of ecological energies and, and, pro, um, and, and find different solutions to, to have different alternatives of energy. So this is a kind of uh, difference that how we can use the, the sun or even the wind uh, to generate electricity to different uh, technologies that are available available right now. For example, why not we, cre we create this kind of pavilions that can be the presentation of trees, of trees uh, to provide uh, water and energy for the, for the city 
and also create spaces for the community. So in, right now in the world, we have different typology of solution. We have even facades that it can be a source of energy. We have even this, I was looking this raw lemon, this very interesting project that this German guy is doing that basically through these spheres of water, you can generate uh, uh, energy from the sun and the moon. So it's kind of interesting how this, we, we have all, we, all those kind of technologies available in the market and we need to integrate is kind of another topic is waste and recycling. So I always think that that uh, that the waste in the city is a big issue and, and uh, there is a few solutions to them. So one idea of the thousand ideas that we can recollect in these initiatives is um, let's let reuse plastic in a very interesting way to generate artistic solutions. Why we not give an afterlife to all those um, waste that we generate. Plastic is one of the thousand things that we generate as a waste. And it can be very interesting how we re can recycle and give another opportunity to generate art installations, um, build spaces, furniture, et cetera, et cetera. There is a thousand ways that we can use plastic right now. Transportation, mobility is a big issue always. One of the first things that we need to consider as mobility is the interconnection that it can exist in the cities. So I, I think that buildings are a great opportunity of mobility also. First, with mobility, we need to think to the cities. Why we not incorporate the, the, the buildings in these cool uh, inter, interconnections of the of the of the streets, why another building cannot be a street? Why, um, for example, I, I put these different um, examples that you can use the facade or even the roof are two spaces for the community and the spaces for transportation. And of course, uh, like in all, all, <laughs> all startup cities, we need to find very, uh, uh, we need to think less in the car and more in the community in the, in the community a connection that we can generate through this kind of and, and fun uh, environments that you can do exercise and do not pollute and have fun electrical bikes uh, uh, electrical scooters etc cetera, etc cetera. i think that there is a bring the community together and addition that we have like cars um they are they are there they are not a good connection and to 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 a city that wants to be a, a different factor in the community aspect living living is another uh, very interesting topic is how you combine a nation with buildings and basically one of the ideas that i was thinking is that we need to integrate the topography existing topographies into the um, the living spaces and these living spaces should be uh adaptable to different situation in and and especially in, they need to be focused in how the climate works for example i put this example that is uh located in, in honduras the do we have a very steep topography with different mountains and and we need to think in how to orientate the nor the views of the northeast to maximize winds to the homes 
and focusing the views by applying bioclimatical principles, green roof, impact of the sun, of the homes, water collection. So everything is about balance between nature and the home. So we need to be very balanced in that, in that aspect. Food and water, food and water. We need to, we, we need to convert the buildings into a, into a producer for, and, and, and we need to catalyze these, these ideas to generate spaces that can give us food. For example, in the Coral Reef, the Coral Reef is a very interesting example of how a building can produce uh, food for the, for the fish. Why not a building can produce food for the humans? So, and, and also the water can be recycled and, and, and used to, to the different buildings. So we need to think how we can use nature to our, as favor to the technology and how we can generate these uh, social interactions by promoting uh, different business. For example, why not we cannot have a market that put the we can generate in a building so it's it's interesting in 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 and the things that we can produce in a very easily way and we need to be very smart of how to use it so in and and lastly life cycle life cycle i think that the buildings have to be have to be have to have a life cycle that it can be easily to reuse when they um basically uh, die and in, in Honduras, for example, a percentage of waste, if the 5% or, or the 10%, the 10%, just imagine a, as investment of 3 million it, it, that is spending in a building, the waste will be 300,000. 300, so we need to be very intelligent to generate prefabricated model of buildings to implement less waste of material um, in little construction time and easy to, um, to build. So it will be less and cost effective in the labor. So this is kind of examples that I was thinking in, in, in how to apply it in a, in a very basic idea of a generate. The main thing is that we need to generate capital of ideas. So the capital of ideas basically is that it's a place where the people go and can generate and interact to different, different ideas and typologies that to generate business, um, social interactions and promote this entrepreneur lifestyle. So this kind of developments needs to uh, bring together these capital of ideas that uh, most have in, a, in, a, in the startup cities. And one thing that is very um, subjective, but very important from my perspective is love. And what I mean with love, love is, is giving, right? For me, it's giving from a hog to the life, to to. A, a hog uh, or a kiss. So it's it's more than the physical interaction that we can generate into two people. It's more that aspect of the pillar of the society that is mutual communion and coexistence that makes affection and identity to the with the tribe. So it's a phrase of one of my favorite movies from Nolan, and basically love is the only thing that we are able to perceive that transcend the dimension of time and space. And I think that I love that, that, that phrase because they put on a, on a very interesting example. Basically the movie is about in, in interstellar uh, um, uh, troubles in the space. And he was saying, okay, uh, probably 
it was uh, there was uh, two guys, uh, one girl and one guy, and the guy was saying to the girl, "You love someone in the earth, and you are not close to him." So that, and probably you don't know if that guy is still alive. So love is a connection that you have with that person that transcends the dimension of time and space in a very interesting way between humans. So I think that humans are designed to love. And that's a thing that we need to try to integrate in, in, in the master plan that we design when we design these kind of cities. And society with spaces to gather the trip and, and spaces to promote this kind of thing. Uh, for example, philosophy, business, painting, dance, literature, architecture, music, and how we do it with amphitheater, art spaces, public spaces, relaxation spaces, and all this idea of place place making spaces. Basically, we need to generate spaces to think, share, discuss ideas, and doing capitals and of ideas. That's the main topic that we need to that we need to preserve: capital of ideas. And we come back to this uh, original problem, right? Um, basically. We have this endemic probably in the world, but governance and how we can solve this to prosper. And basically, I, I don't want to feel this lecture like a sponsor <laughs> for, from Prosper, but I'm very passionate by this idea because I truly believe it in that. So what is Prosper in a very basic form? that partners with governments to promote and operate economic development hubs. It's very similar to special economic zones. These hubs are integrated with local communities in having semi-autonomous governance and regulations. Um, in a governance, this governance that we promote is designed to enable profitable, sustainable growth. And all this, uh, this platform is integrated with a common legal law framework, familiar and flexible regulation, bill of rights, low taxation, protection of the environment, digital governance, high quality of architecture, and engineer, arbitration center, et cetera, et cetera. So basically it's how we humans should be organized in a government. And we bring this platform to offer this service as as private enterprise and, and we are the only enterprise the private enterprise in the world that we are doing this right now and the project that we are doing is in honduras right now is in Roatan. it's a beautiful island in the pacific and basically we are what we, we what we are doing is that we partner with honduran government to promote this this idea of the prosperity platform and we are Locating in a specific uh, part of Roatan, which is an island in Honduras, and we are uh, developing the the first hub of prosperity, the with with all this idea of prosper. So I'm gonna show next some examples of how we apply all my knowledge and my philosophy of architecture in projects. So, for example, how is the office of the future? or how is the office in the startup city. We developed this, this project with, with Lava also, that is the other company that I work with. And it, it, this, this project is a 
two-faced um, uh, office space with the ability to have a very flexible um, uh, layout. So uh, it can be a, a very simple project, project at the end, but it's the little details of having a flexible environment. So when you go and you would like to have an, an a space, it can be very flexible and rent, uh, to generate to generate profitable in terms of the flexibility flexibility that you can have in the layout to transform the floor plans into a business model that it can adapt to your business. So it's it's kind of a simple idea, but at the end, it's super uh, intrinsic and is actually um, generate a very, very good profit for the real estate investor that want to build this kind of building because everyone wants the flexibility to generate and design their own spaces. So this idea is that... Uh, that uh, evolution of having more common space at the beginning or uh, a flexible solution that it can have very, very full dedicated and in that way we become all the whole floor plan in a sellable area so in in the economic aspect that is super valuable and of course we have a very good and very soft um, interaction with the with with the people and the space there is a few images that we can contemplate these kind of ideas and into a canvas. Another idea is that is, is this prototype that we generate that is called Beta Residence. And it is it could be the house of the future. So it's a it's a prototype that we built that basically is how we can build in a very cost effective way um, the house of the future. And, and this idea was very interesting because as you guys can see, um, these basically cubes that are um, in, in a very specific configuration, but at the end are cubes, and the cubes can be whatever you want. It can be, uh, you can have six cubes, you can have 11 cubes, you can have two cubes, you can have four cubes. At the end, it doesn't care. Adaptable by using, in a very smart way, cubes that can represent a spaces. For in this occasion, we have four cubes, uh, fill cubes, and we have four empty cubes. And why these is, uh, empty spaces are, are like very weird into the building? And basically because it's the possibility that you can grow in the future. So that's very, very valuable to have a very interesting typology of architecture that you can uh, evolve and transform in whatever you want. So at the end, this was a prototype that it can serve to different people and different communities uh, and, and, and it's a very good quality of architecture, very cost effective, very easy to do, it's time effective. You can e easily make this in this typology of houses in two months because it's very es easy to build. It's like cubes. Every builder <laughs> um, that at least is, 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 is good in the market can be can do very easy cubes and this kind of typologies can be prefabricated. So it's very important and to lecture of the future doesn't mean that cannot be cost effective because at the end it's a challenge. And lastly, I bring this pioneer village that basically was inspired by the by the nature itself and in and, and the structure in the genetic of the city and inspired by form. So we create this environment that promote all the ideas we, that we were saying before. 
education, uh, medical hubs, uh, living spaces, and spaces to commune. So I'm going to go to this specific development that it can build into phases. Like, for example, we this is the phase one, phase two, and phase three. And as you can see, there is has a very organic movement between the topography uh, of the land and it integrates in a, in a very specific way. For example, we have the mountain and why we will generate huge uh, cuts in the land, why we not use that topography in a way to create unique architecture. So this is uh, a perspective of how you can see this pioneer village. And, and how, uh, for example, we have this medical center. Um, all the startup city needs to think through the community in very specific way. And for example, how we can make a hospital in the startup city by generating and promoting different technologies and, 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 and different and be pioneers in terms of the, the last things that are in the medical hubs. Um, this is some ideas that, that you can find easily right now that are super applicable. And this and in the design process, we need to integrate those uh, correlations into the space. Um, this is a building typology of, of, of a convention center with residences. Basically, convention centers are very important because this is spaces to gather ideas and do uh, lectures and, and, and generate these kind of spaces to the next level. Um, also, residential units. Residential units can be easy to replicate, build, and prefabricate it in a way that you can just go and put it into the site. And there has to be uh, very for you know, flexible for entrepreneurs. For example, this space that is very, very simple. You have your bathroom, your, your kitchen, your bedroom, your social area, and a, a little space to work. And then you have a balcony. So it's kind of a simple layout, but at the end, it's a very flexible in 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 typology that an entrepreneur can use for go there, live, and have fun. This is another a perspective of how you can look these kind of spaces. And this is the typology of the spaces that you can put together and generate uh, different configurations in the, in, in, in the topography and in the layouts. Uh, also, it's important to have spaces like universities to uh, in, in not only one university, I think that part of this startup cities is generate uh, competition between different universities with different uh, ideas. And I think that uh, having university and educational parts, it's extremely important for this kind of development. This is an example of agri agriculture school, how you can convert to a school and, and, and easily to adapt into the topography to create uh, agriculture school and use the technology that you have available in the world to integrate in this kind of a space. So uh, this is kind of the end of the, of the lecture. And I would like to, 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 to give this me message that is basically we have time to leave a legacy. If you guys think we are a generation that can make the generation that is unable to catalyze prosperity by designing new governance, in architecture solutions. So we have the power right now in our hands, like no one in the history, to create a very specific change 
we need we need to be very very brave in these kind of initiatives because it's not a political economic or a social issue it's a design challenge the humans need to work and what is the next step of course let's design the future Oh my God, Max, that was an incredible presentation. So inspiring. <laughs> I, I love the interstellar quote. It really clicked me differently this time when you mentioned it. So amazing work. And we got the philosophy, we got the project and examples, how, how you implement those ideas. And, and I'm curious, like, so we have all the technological solutions available uh, to to make this kind of things happen. Uh, why do you think uh, like other cities uh, are uh, are not able to adopt this at a scale and startup cities have this culture of embracing this kind of ideas? Can you can you repeat your specific question? You you were saying that. Sure. Like, uh, for example, to to implement the ideas you mentioned, uh, why uh, why we are not able to see such kind of solutions in our environment these days, but a uh, startup city could be a good uh, platform to realize those ideas. Yeah, definitely. It's it has to be with, with uh, how the political environment works in the into the countries. For example. Um, to able to do ideas of what I show, we need to have a legal framework that allowed that investment like this can work. Um, in Honduras, I, I, I mentioned the, the, the special economic zones because there is a special economic zone in Honduras, but there, there is different in the world. For example, uh, another example that occurs to my mind is Dubai. Dubai is in a special economic zone. And they, in 30 years make by having an, an economic zone prosperity like no one. Like Dubai is a very good example of how a special economic zone can work in a in a in a governance perspective by having very low taxation, variable flexibility, incentive for the investment, and promote this kind of uh, uh, very flexible uh, density in architecture into uh, basically environment that was very hard harmage uh, for we, we all know that Dubai was a desert <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and 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 it's funny that this kind of environments allowed to 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 now be an example of how you can make a city in the world got it so the special economic zone uh, has incentives for private companies to invest big capital for for architects uh, to like uh, go creative in those ideas. So, uh, what about the building laws and zonings in this uh, special economic zones? Um, it's kind of different because the special economic zones can can be different from the from the from the from the country. For example, there is special economic zones in China. There is and and Hong Kong is a special economic zone. Um, there is special economic zone in Singapore and Macau. And, um, and Emirates, um, the United States, um, in a few countries in, in Latin America, but in in each, each country they are different. So in this case, in in this case, the the one that is in Honduras, 
eh, is known as the CERE. This is Zona de Empleo y Desarrollo Económico. And this law is very interesting because it has incentives, for especially by creating new alternatives of, of and allowing new typology of business like ours. So it's, it's, it's different. So it's not in a specific box that you can fit all the special economic zones, but the one that we have in Honduras is very, very interesting. I see. And you mentioned aspect about cryptocurrency, uh, how, how this types, uh, this uh, engages with all the ideas and businesses in this uh, special economic zone. Definitely, because at the end, is is cryptocurrency is a decentralized, decentralized way of 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 of, of money, and and what what happened with the with the governments is they they would like to have the power, um, in in having the ability to control uh, this type of currencies, but when you have cryptocurrencies, there are they had the ability to be decentralized, you have the power to increase the liberty and freedom in in the and that it can represent in the in the development itself so for example in prosper we promote um bitcoin for example to be a legal tender i know that our initiative like in the salvador they are doing a bitcoin city that is super interesting made by designed by fernando romero uh, from mexico and and i think that cryptocurrency is a thing that it's not so we there is no doubt that that's the future it's like the metaverse i think it, the metaverse we know that it's gonna be the future like we, we can we can say no it's not gonna work or something like that but we know it we we it's like one of the most biggest companies right now that is facebook even changed their name to meta because they know that the future is going that way so it's kind of interesting um, how we can combine these digital spaces with with the physical spaces and uh, promote the cryptocurrencies to all the places. Nice. And uh, we see a lot of cutting edge design in architectural competitions, but sometimes they don't get realized. So how those ideas can be connected to cities like Prospera Honduras, and how do these architects find clients in this economic zones? Yeah, because uh, and one one of the interesting things that you can do, uh, for example, in these economic zones, and especially in Prospera, is that you can promote uh, orange economy. Orange economy is basically all the work that you can produce uh, in a remote way. So imagine architects. Architects can work from Honduras to the whole world. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and it's kind of fun because you live in the beach, you can have a coconut <laughs> and you're working to another part of the world. And, and not only architecture, I think that all the typology of business that imagine uh, law, lawyers, uh, contability, architects, designer, um, communication, whatever you want, everything that you can do remote, you can do it in a very nice place with low taxes, in a great environment, uh, entrepreneur spirit your computer to the whole world so that's not a limitation that 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 should be in the world right now that's the reason that plays it with very incentives like what example that i come to my mind is in spain all the youtubers and streamers are going to um andorra 
because they have a very uh, better incentives for this kind of business. So it's it's kind of funny uh, how the that those countries doesn't realize um, the amount of advantage that they can have if they promote uh, incentive economic incentives uh, or for the business. Got it. We have a question from Vienna. Uh, wondering about what changes to existing zoning laws you would make in order to set the stage for this type of development. I wonder what about what changes to existing zoning law you making to set the stage. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely, it's 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 kind of interesting, uh, and and I think that it's a very. Um, you can do a lot of. A lot of change, but I would say that the main one is increase the liberty and freedom and flexibility to regulation and legal framework and to 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 catalyze uh, the prosperity in a place. So if you don't have that aspect, your special economic zones wouldn't be so valuable, and they will go to another place to another place because you can have the taxation aspect. Uh, Dubai has it. Uh, a lot of places in the world has it, but the ability to have legal frameworks, strong legal frameworks, and the flexibility to use them and, and create laws and create incentives and create uh, uh, platforms, that's the only uh, way that you can increase liberty in a way that you can uh, catalyze the, the the developments. Yeah, and I think uh, you might have partially answered this question that Apart from taxation, what are like the legal framework you mentioned uh, brings a bigger difference? Yeah, definitely, definitely. At the end, it's a uh, it's, it's it's like a domino uh, game, right? Um, one piece uh, make the order, and it's like a wave. I think that if we promote these kind of uh, incentives and we promote these kind of ideas the the prosperity will catalyze in a way that uh, it will work for the whole humanity to coexist and and that's that that's the reason that I think that I, that I believe so much in these kind of ideas because at the end uh, humans has a great challenge to 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 create our own uh, perspectives of how we should be organized. And if we put in a balance different examples of how we should organize, I think that we have great examples that we already saw that it's working and we already saw what is not working. So we need to be very intelligent and 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 try to 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 think in the next level of how humanity can evolve. Um, I don't think that uh, we 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 are prepared for that. To be honest, I don't think that we are prepared for for a big change in the in the socioeconomic aspect. We are still fighting for the still dumb things about who 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 is uh, that that you have a a better a better and bigger um, um, economical situation than me and, and, and stupid things like for example we can see example in the in the war with Russia and 
and war with Afghanistan, Palestine, etc. I think that there is a lot of factors that are wrapping us as a humanity, and that's kind of disappointing. Nice. And like one thing I realized, like with this special economic zone, a lot of businesses outside the country can also come in based on the incentives. So it it helps in the local economy for employment and even uh, technological development of the city or the country also grows with such kind of incentives. Definitely, definitely. And I see that Vienna has a, another question. Um, currently, are you working with a team of real estate developers to bring this idea into reality? Have you developed performance to see financial feasibility on those projects? Definitely, definitely. We have uh, an internal real estate uh, uh, team that we are uh, all the time, we are putting these projects into performance to see if they are financially feasible. And unfortunately, yes, they are very financially feasible. And at the end is, is, is that that's what I was saying in the beginning that has to be cost effective. If it's not cost effective, it's not make sense having the, this amazing uh, uh, infrastructure. And the good challenge is that you, that you have to be cost effective and have a amazing quality of architecture. So at the end, with great great budget, you can do whatever you want. Like you can create a skyscrapers that are not uh, that are challenging the the the, the physics and, and all, everything they want. But if you have a low budget and you still can do very good quality of architecture, you are a great architect. You are more than more than the others. So that's a great challenge. And 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 yeah, um, and. One of the beauty things of Prospera is that we are not we are developing, but it's not uh, our main um, um, goal. We develop the platform so that people can come and they be they then developers can come and do their own projects. So at the end, we are a canvas. And yes, we need to we need to invest so that people can explore the possibilities, but. At the end, our our main platform, so the people can come and easily invest and grow up their projects. Got it. So, like, uh, there are developer who might be interested in like buildings, business, uh, entertainment, or hospitality. Like, what about uh, the infrastructure needs? So sometimes, let's say if there's a technology coming company moving, they need high speed internet or better water facilities. Like, who? Who is the party investing in that infrastructure development? Yeah, um, and yeah, in, in this occasion, has to be Prospera. They invest in the in the infrastructure of the place because at the end, we are like developing the city, and we are leaving like the empty spaces so that people can develop. But we need to provide this kind of uh, infrastructure, basic infrastructure, um, and of course there are challenges. For example, internet is one of them. We are, we live in an island and in Honduras, <laughs> so it's it's kind of a challenge having a high speed of internet. But uh, uh, we have find solutions uh, and solutions that already exist in the world to 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 uh, increase the quality of this kind of uh, of of basic infrastructure. But I think that we always need to look for technologies that are coming. For example, Starlink. 
I think that Starlink, we are all waiting that Starlink can be in the whole world. <laughs> it can be a solution for the issues like internet. Got it. So we saw your ideas for the office, residence, and village. If someone who is watching this call uh, wants to collaborate, what kind of uh, collaborate, collaborators you're looking forward? Um, definitely, uh, I think that it can be it can be uh, uh, different aspects. For example, um, if someone um, wants to develop something, of course that we can help them. To I personally can help them in the all the design process and all the uh, financial performance, so the the project can be feasible. If someone um, already have a project, we can facilitate them in the in the in a real estate pr perspective that they can develop their own their and and we will support them in the whole process so they can build and 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 work as a financial way and also if they are in uh, interesting in invest in the existing um infrastructure or in the existing um way uh, and designs that we have in our minds they still can do it so at the end we are extremely open and flexible for this kind of uh, real estate solutions. Um, so we are open to the world so they can invest and, and catalyze per the prosperity with us. Got it. And let's say if uh, I'm a real estate developer, what is currently the housing demand in Prospera Honduras? Like what kind, uh, what, what's the need of? Yeah, right now um, for housing, working in different options. So we have one that is under under construction right now. There is a tower of 14 layers, and and it will be um, uh, apartments of one apartment, studio apartments, and it's gonna be uh, two bedrooms apartments. So it's it's gonna be an amazing development development that basically you will have ocean view in all the levels, um, <laughs> surrounded by uh, young people and a great entrepreneur spirit. Also, we are uh, um, building another typology for people that uh, want between $800 to $1,000. Um, and they will live in a very good quality of architecture into the landscape, and, and they will still be uh, into the jurisdiction so that the people can have, at the end, we have a different bunch of uh, different typology of housing solution. Um, and we are focusing in that everyone can live in the, in the place. Not if, because if you win uh, lower than the rich people can live, that's, that's, that's not a thing that we would like to promote. We would like to promote uh, different solution of housing for everyone can live in the place um, in, in a volunteer way. So we have um, uh, economical solutions. We have medium solution and we have the high-end solution that uh, in this case uh, we partnered with Sahadid Architects to 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 design the the high-end solutions it's basically the villas that you can find in the in the website got it and uh, what do you foresee the the generation who would be moving in, in this place is it like remote workers or digital nomads first or it could be anyone it could be anyone, and 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 I think that you uh, tackle to very uh, specific 
uh, typology of people they would like to pursue. Young people that pioneers that want to be entrepreneurs, generate business, uh, catalyze economy. Um, also uh, very open and, and the environment's great to, to, to invest in there uh, because you, you imagine a guy from Norway or Estonia, um, they, they, they live in the, in Estonia in the, in the, in the summer and when the, uh, the hard climate, uh, tackle, you just, uh, come to Rotan and spend six months and work from, from here and have fun. And another, another, uh, typology that we're looking for is investors, different investors that want to, to create this kind of idea for Silicon Valley in, in the whole development and young people from Honduras that they uh, need to, they, they, they are thinking right now to leave the, the country because the country is not generate the, the, the platform that they expect. And they would like to uh, stay in Honduras and have prosperity in Honduras. And that, that's my case. Uh, because Prospera, I wouldn't leave a long time ago. Yeah, because uh, I know that, uh, like me, there is a ton of young people that by the, the, the governance structure that exists right now, and especially in Latin America, um, it, it's very, very hard uh, to have uh, prosperity in the country, uh, in, in, a, in 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 especially if you are not connected to the to the wealthy uh, governance structure. So, without corruption, it's very hard to to be successful in in the environment. But ideas like Prospera um, can 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 give you an opportunity to stay in the country and have prosperity in the country. Yeah, like I could totally foresee like this could be the hub where people are incentivized to stay in the country and pursue all the technological innovation. And uh, you mentioned uh, a few ideas which had like fabrication, digital fabrication uh, components. So are there currently like factories set up uh, inside the city for to uh, to implement those kind of uh, ideas yeah definitely uh, we have a one that we are building right now that is called circular factory circular factory is a business that uh, is led by Alicia Namad is a is a Mexican pioneer um, that is based in in England right now and he's putting she's putting uh, uh, this uh, this factory that's called circular factory and basically uh, what it consists is having high technology, uh, combine high technology with uh, local labor hand. And what I mean is that, for example, in a specific way, she's bringing uh, robots uh, that basically you know that uh, now that we have the technology to, to implement uh, robotic systems and structures that can uh, do very specific architecture for manufacturing and is bringing all the knowledge of a system so because in 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 rotan we have a we we built a lot of in wood and because it's easy and, and cheaper to build in con than, than concrete and uh, circular factory is bringing all these experts to combine the best that is exist in the world to the best that you can find in honduras 
So it's a great uh, duality that you can uh, find in this kind of development. And right now we are building Circular Factory. It's, it's a very exciting development. That is, uh, it's going to be soon available. I think that the building is going to take four months to build it. That's amazing. What is your piece of advice to all the young Max Medina who are studying architecture or construction or real estate uh, in your country? Definitely, I would say fucking dream. Like, wh wh why you wouldn't be able to piece shit that you can imagine? Why Why stop you? Why, wh what is the thing that it can stop you? No, let, let's focus now just in dream. Like, the idealization of ideas. Uh, if you have the, the, the opportunity to generate uh, a path that is uh, take you to those dreams, definitely you need to be very wise where are you leading the path. And I think that the only possibility to have successful in life is by dreaming. Uh, every every morning, I have an alarm that it says, "Today I'm gonna do the impossible," and it's 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 kind of funny because I wake up and I say, "Fuck again, <laughs> impossible <laughs> days." But it's like a reminder that is saying, "Hey Max, you have a great opportunity. You are extremely blessed. Uh, take that in consideration and look for the impossible." Because you today have the opportunity to make it true. So it's a const constant reminder to uh, 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 put more of yourself and, and put you forward that your limits are available right now. That's a great advice. And I saw, I, like I follow you on social media, I saw you went to Dubai Expo and it was amazing experience. So any, any key takeaways? Definitely, Dubai Expo was extremely, extremely interesting because it was a development in the middle uh, of of, uh, of of Dubai, and as uh, as may 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 of you will know that Dubai is extremely hot and dry. So, how you can make a walkable city in that harmage climate? So they made it and they make it work like no one. Like I was so impressed with the detail that it consists the whole development of Dubai Expo. So they are, they are a great example of how you can uh, uh, um, have a very uh, world-class mindset and make it true because they built a development and they put all the countries in the world to work together. Like <laughs> that's almost impossible. How they do it, <laughs> and and yeah, it was an amazing experience. So we with Lava we built uh, the German pavilion. That was one of the main reasons that I went to see the pavilion, and it was amazing. Even even uh, the 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 parties there it was super interesting. That you can find a guy from Mexico that is dancing with a girl from Korea, or a, a guy from the India that he is uh, talking with a guy from the U.S. So it was amazing to see all the cultures coming together in a specific way. And the amount of quality of architecture that you can find in the place is ridiculous. Like the best of the world was there. 
uh, me as an architect was was a, was a kid it was like a kid in disneyland like i was <laughs> so 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 uh, emotional uh impact with all the uh, different solutions that 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 all the pavilions implement in the in the in the climate of dubai so it was very very good experience it got you more excited about things in prospera honduras <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> and like so this is going to be tricky you can't take a german pavilion's name which country's pavilion uh, was your favorite um i will say three of top three um definitely germany is not because we do it i swear it's not because of that <laughs> it was uh, we won a lot of a lot of uh, trophies uh, and, and awards because we the experience especially the experience that you can find inside was ridiculous uh, personal and good um i remember to go because i i had to go to very early and i remember to see lines from 8 a.m from the morning to the 10 p.m uh, uh so i was impressed that all day was a line and and the girl the first thing that the girl saying is like sorry i know that you do line all day but we are good <laughs> so you understand why the people do lines so it was a very good experience the second one i would say that the mobility pavilion by norman foster extremely cool experience norman we know that norman do amazing things and the last one um I will say that Terra Pavilion. Terra Pavilion is is another uh, huge pavilion that it was uh, focused in the environmental aspect, and and I will say that those three, those three was extremely cool. Are you guys planning to organize a conference or expo in Prospera Honduras? Uh, definitely a bunch of conferences. There is we have a, a and it, and it's funny because we didn't organize this, but it was summit uh, a couple of days ago that different entrepreneurs and different people that are that they're say hey let's put together and go to prosper <laughs> and they built an amazing summit very organically um, um and they at the end of the of the of the event they pitch a different idea of businesses even pe people that pitch businesses they already are are living in the in the development they stay in Roatan and 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 there are some of those uh, ideas where to promote this kind of uh different lectures in the and conference in the place so i think that it's going to be once very soon in august with specific topics and 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 if you would like to come more than welcome to, to receive you <laughs> i would love to uh and if if you fast forward a decade, what would Prospera Honduras look like in 2032? I hope that it can be a place that people from all the world, and especially from Honduras, can have prosperity. I think that if we tackle that specific issue of prosperity, we do our job and hopefully it will be a ready uh, a great place with kick-ass architecture 
and gray environment. So uh, hopefully that, that will be a place that it can it can be a pillar of the world. By the way, I think I saw a comment that is Kara. Uh, that, that's one of the people they won't go to the summit that is doing a, a very interesting project. Actually, I'm joining with her to 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 put uh, to tokenize real estate. So it's a very, very interesting project that we would like to promote there. And she's putting the information of the coming conferences. So I don't know if the people can see this kind of message, but it's on LinkedIn. Uh, I will share it on the YouTube too, so people can review it later. Awesome. And I'll do a rapid fire round to uh, end the interview. So you'll have like 10 to 15 seconds. You got to make it brief. Okay. Uh, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, which city is in your travel bucket list? London. Favorite architect? Uh, I would say two. Um, Bjarke Ingels and Daniel Limitsky. Yeah. Any book or which or, or video which made a big impact in your life? The Chronicle of Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Your favorite movie? Uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Your hobbies? Um, base, um, have fun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, play, play video game, soccer. Um, have fun in the beach, and be fucking happy. I see. Um, your favorite architecture or urban place? Barcelona, definitely. Like not a city, like particular urban uh, like environment or a building um i will say hmm i love the maxi in rome by sahadid architects uh, i remember to stay five hours there and my 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 wife was like can we go and i was like no <laughs> please <laughs> i see is there anything uh, you wish you would have done differently in your life definitely not I have made mistakes and I have been, I had very bad moments in my life, but definitely it's part of living. So I'm extremely grateful for everything that is happening in my life. Very bad or in good moments. If you had unlimited time and resources, what is one thing you would do tomorrow morning? I will definitely go to mars and come back <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, and your role model sorry can you say again uh your role model role model um i would say that grateful be grateful is my pillar of my life that's the that's the key to be happy and lastly, is there anything which we didn't cover in this interview and you would like to share? Um, I think that it's, it, I, I have a lot of fun talking of the thing that I'm passionate about it. And I am, I, the only thing that I, that, that I will add is that I'm extremely grateful to, to know, know you by this platform and to share because at the end i know that it can be people uh, watching us and, and, and listening us but 
right now in this space, in this moment, I'm seeing you and uh, sharing with you, and that's unique. So I'm extremely grateful for knowing you and and be talking with you. This kind of crazy ideas, the, and we we are two dreamers, dreamers trying to change the world. It's a pleasure. I'm grateful as well. And for all those listening, also check out Meg's podcast. Can you can you give a shout out to your podcast? Definitely. I have two podcasts that is kind of abandoned right now, but you can see great content. Um, I, ho- um, I promise to return uh, to to the two projects soon. So the first one is Epicenter Podcast. You will find a lot of entrepreneurs and different uh, ideas related to Prospera there. Um, and the second one is only about architecture that is called architecture for the soul. And you will find, uh, uh interviews with different architects uh, around the world. Um, you can check one that you was very, very good one with Patrick metaverse and Liberty and all those kind of things. So it was, uh, very interesting to know, to, to get connected with a bunch of different people through the, this kind of platform. So architecture for the soul and the epicenter podcast. Awesome. It's a great way to end the interview. Thanks a lot, Max, for your time to do this. Thanks, Have a nice thanks to you, Mayor. Definitely was a great talk. Yeah, bye. Thanks, everyone, for watching.